Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. After the holidays, a little cash goes a long way. The Chime checking account has tons of benefits to help, like fee-free overdraft up to $200 for eligible members, no monthly fees, and thousands of fee-free ATMs. You can even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit. Sign up for Chime today at chime.com slash goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members of FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the payer. Welcome you to Porch Talk. This is your host, Alan, and I have uh, Andrew here with me today. Hello. And uh, I'm excited. Yes. Got this new idea. Mm-hmm. It's uh, another show within this show. It's going to be called Unbridled and Untamed. And it was an easy pitch, man. I pitched the idea, and you didn't give it much thought, and you said, yeah, let's do it. Of course. I support you in any way yeah, that man. I can. So to give you all an idea about what we have um, planned is, you know, I don't, I don't think it'll take more than an hour, is uh, we're going to bring three topics to the table here today. I asked him earlier today uh, what he thought, and we didn't talk any more about it. We just said we was going to do it today. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've got three topics. Of, I'm sure you've got three, too, and so we might do more than three. But we'll get around that 40-minute uh, mark, and uh, then we'll pick up our guitars. Sounds like a plan. And we'll play. And I think that I think that does a lot for the uh, songwriting process, too, to kind of hear how things come together. Maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe you're into that. Maybe that's when you uh, tune out, <laughs> you know. Uh, so if you don't mind, uh, help me out. Uh, you can follow us on most social medias. We are on the Twitters at Porch Talk 101. I think that's right. Mm-hmm. That's the handle. Uh, Porch Talk 101 again on Instagram and then, uh, just Porch Talk on, uh, uh Facebook. And thank y'all. We're going to go ahead and get started. Dude. Let's go. How are you liking your new car? Man, let me tell you something. I never thought I'd see the day that cars would be so smart. Like, if it would, I can almost fall asleep on the way to work, and I'm gonna be all right. My car's gonna take care of me. You know that uh, the night I feel like Night Rider. The the night you so, uh, brought it over, I guess it was the the second the, day you had it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we went for that little test ride, and you know, you just kind of showed me like with the lines, like. You could force it toward the line and pick your hand up, and yeah, it'll put it itself it fix, back. It puts it right back in the lane. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't. Uh, that that technology is uh, something that I'm very excited about. It's also something mm-hmm. that uh, it's a little frightening, to it be is. honest. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about it. If that was my car, I wonder. Like, is it aggravating on the interstate? Like trying to pass or no, not at all. Mm-mm. Does not, it does it recognize as, that dotted line? As long, yeah. It keeps you in the lane. Uh, as long as you put your blinker on when you change lanes, it won't it won't fight you. You know, Cobb's got a new car too. His mm-hmm. does yours his do this? Nice. Uh, his will dim the lights automatically. No, mine don't do that. Yeah, if I, it I, does, I, it ain't done it yet. 
Yeah, we were, uh, it was the first time I rode in this car. And, like, this is another, like, the whole time I was riding in it, my mind was just blown. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the sun had just set, headlights came on automatically, of course. Yeah. And, you know, I noticed we were going up a hill and it pointed, like, the car could, I guess it could see, and the little camera it has up front, it could mm-hmm. see the dust of dawn light. And I saw the lights dim. Yeah. And then right when we passed the light, it turned back bright and I, I saw that he didn't do anything yeah and uh, i just asked him i was like is your car dimming and brightening the headlights automatically he said yeah I said, hmm. that's dope that's interesting and she was she got she had to get her for some reason or another she had to get her car worked on or something and she got borrowed somebody else's and when she got to home after borrowing that car she realized that or she told everybody that she kept everybody kept flashing their lights at her and she didn't know why and then she realized when she got home that the lights was on bright and she went and asked she said does that not do they not cut off automatically like it's like things like that are making the human race day by day slow decline slow decline yeah uh and i had a uh something similar to that it's just like little things that happen every day uh I think about like impatience. Mm. Uh, why do you honk a horn? Rage. You you do out of rage. You got road rage. No, I just do it to make my wife mad. Really. Yeah, I mean you always man. I, I, that, well, that actually takes me to the Sheldon State days when we were honker honker horn and roll the window <laughs> down and then put on a show at a red yeah, light. That's right. What was he singing? Journey and whatever mm-hmm. else. And just really going for it. Just really going for it. Yeah, I mean, I always... Imagine if we'd have videoed that. I don't... I don't... Honk my horn at somebody, you know, if they piss me off. Like, let's say the light turned green and it's been like two or three seconds. Like, if it's turning into seven or ten, I'd be like, okay, this guy's on his phone. Let me, uh, Mm -hmm. let me wake him up, but... It's just out of respect. Yeah. But uh but I don't I don't I don't like doing the impatient thing. I try to be as patient as it can be, you know. It's hard. It is. It's hard for, for different people too, especially. Everybody's different. Yeah. But I th- I I think you're right, man, with technology is uh as it gets smarter and more adaptive, uh it's less pressure on us, you know, just taking it back to high school is with the calculators, right? Mm-hmm. It's like well, you got to solve these equations. You got to show me your work and uh, don't use a calculator because you might not have one in the real world. It's like, what job wouldn't give you a calculator? Yeah, for real. It's like, the thing to get the know, job done quicker. I want this guy to take 30 minutes to figure out this math equation when he could easily pull out a calculator. Yeah. Be like, oh, yeah. And press okay. two buttons. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, that did work, though. Yeah. I still, I still think about math, but like Google and being able to Google search, it's uh, it's easier for me not to remember things because I can just hop on the internet and mm-hmm. check, or you know, if I need to figure something out, you can hop on YouTube and learn what you what's going on with your car, yeah. mm-hmm. how to change strings on an instrument you ain't never mess with, or you know, yeah. you, you can figure things out. The age of information. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know if you've heard this. Okay. I've heard, and I can't remember where. I wish I could. But 
I heard that they have stopped teaching kids how to write in cursive so that they can't read the uh, Constitution. Like that kind of fancy. I've never heard cursive. it put like that. You know, I know that they're not teaching cursive anymore, but like I never understood why. Yeah. Well, like, that, that was just like, I guess somebody's opinion or thought. Or that sounds like maybe theory. maybe some QAnon or Blue Anon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some kind of conspiracy. There's, But you know what they say about them, man. There's always a little thimble of truth in it somewhere. Somewhere. But, uh, yeah, I don't. I think my nephew knows how to write in cursive. Yeah. I When I write, I prefer to write in cursive. Yeah. You know why? Really, for that reason. Uh, a lot of people can't read in, mm-hmm. or can't read my cursive. There's a lot of different letters that are not, look nothing like the normal alphabet. Yeah, like letter. a B or an R. Or a Z. Oh, yeah. Z looks weird. Z is weird. I mean, and, and sometimes the... What letter did you struggle with most when you was learning cursive? It was a B for me. R was tough too because you know you had to make that little yeah the little yeah I always made like a pi sign Mm -hmm. (laughs) instead of the R I think that's how mine looked I always got like points taken off Miss Tomlin used to always ask me if I was doing she says is this math or is this cursive writing (laughs) (laughs) she was a good teacher you know I think we were blessed at South Lamar for real uh, you know what's crazy is like some of, and I'm not going to name drop just cause, but, mm-hmm. uh, some of my favorite teachers were a lot of people's least favorite. Mm-hmm. And then some of my least favorite were a lot of people's favorites. It's like, I don't know the dude, I'm not going to call his name. If you know, you know, but the dude taught math and it's time for you to be quiet. Yeah. He was probably my favorite teacher. Yeah, he was mine. I loved him, dude. He was amazing. He was and he was a good teacher. Yeah, you learn. I learned if, so much. If you paid attention, you gotta pay attention. No and doubt. if you didn't understand, you could walk up there to his desk and he would break it down to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a good teacher. He really was. Yeah, he was. That dude was funny too. Mm-hmm. He I was. think he, I think he did those chalk smears oh, on purpose. Man. He, you know, he did. It didn't take but one little nick of his fingernail on it, and somebody to go. <laughs> Just a little bit. Yeah. He'd be like, oh, you don't like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, was a nut. Yeah, it's making my skin crawl. I'm just talking about <laughs> it. Oh. That's oh. some awesome times, though, man. They were Boys. fun. High school was, I, I, I'm not going to say I, like, I miss it, but I look back on it a lot. Cause Do you? It, to me, it you seem, think about it? It seems like, well, I just, I have a lot of, some of my favorite, most loved memories is from, High school. You Why know, do you think that is? You think it was because you... Sports. I was going to say school spirit. Yeah, it was sports and just being part of the community. And then Jessica, uh, being with her. Oh, yeah. Y'all been was, together forever now. I've been since I was 15. Literally half my life. That's wild, she, isn't it? Yeah, it's crazy. Literally half my life she's been a part of it. And I wouldn't change none of it. And I see and I look back, especially on my and Jessica's relationship, and I look back at all the things that happened... And it's like at the time you don't know what's gonna happen, and you got all these thoughts of where it might go. Yeah. But as an older person, you see how it went and why it went that way, and it's it makes you love everything about that more. You know what? I I, I played uh, baseball for two seasons, and I'd go to the games. I don't know. I enjoyed high school. 
for the most part. Uh, but it, when I got a little bit older, like a couple years after graduation, like there was a couple of things that started coming out and it started making sense. Mm. It's like, I didn't know that I was a lot of people's cop out. What do you mean? Like if they got caught, like just cause you know, the house had a reputation oh. for throwing a party. If like their girlfriend or parents like caught them with something, like maybe they had some like beer can in the back of the truck or maybe mm. a cigarette or maybe some kind of drug. Yeah. You know whose name would come up a lot? Mine. And I was like, I didn't know that till till a lot of it I didn't know it till I came back from Mobile. Yeah. And I started reconnecting with some of these people. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know, we never did like hang out a lot after high school and I was like, well, everybody I had to I had to blame a few things on you, man. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> that explains a lot though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, one guy, every time his girlfriend would, like, find a sack of weed. Oh, that's Alan's. And at the time, I didn't even smoke weed. I didn't come till later. Yeah. But I was like, just because of the reputation of the house, I guess everything was possible, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's crazy. So what's our topics? What's your first topic? I wanted to talk about roller coasters. Is that cool? You like roller yes. coasters? I, I used to. As an older yeah. man now, I fear them. Yeah, we had this good conversation at work today, and um, I disagree with him. Cause he, you like wooden roller coasters? Yeah, they're all right. I like the one at Six Flags. Yeah, I like that one too. It's rough now though. Yeah. I don't know is if you've it? been in a while. I haven't. It's been and a while. so that was his response: "Is like, as I get older, I don't think I'll ever ride a wooden roller coaster again." And I was like, man. You can't tell me you don't like those wooden roller coasters. Like when they throw you in those curves yeah. and it feels like the thing's going to flip off the track. You can't, you know, you love that feeling. Yeah. Mm. And he was like, Yeah, but I also know how my back feels when I get off of For it. For real. You know, I don't know if they still have the ride at Six Flags, but the, nin- the Ninja ride, you know what I'm talking about? Where the. Oh, dude, this, that thing. They, they, they remodeled it and repainted it and renamed it. Well, they needed to change the seats. Cause the seats suck. Like I remember. I tell you a crazy hurt. story about this, and guys, I don't know what your thoughts are on roller coasters. Hey, you could let us know. But uh, my grandmother loved them. She was probably in her sixties, dude, and uh, she hopped on that thing, and she had these like grandma earrings, <laughs> you know, like the big yeah, the hoops. Big ones. And uh, when she got off the ride, you know, we were all looking each other over because we had all commented. On how rough it was. Now, granted, this would have been back in, good Lord, early 2000s. Yeah. Very early 2000s. And uh, so, like, when they repainted it and remodeled it, God, I hope they redone it because it was rough. But we looked at her. She was missing an earring. Yeah. And, you know, like, the thing with, like, people our age and younger now is what they do is... uh you have to read all these warning signs before you get on the ride. It's like, no loose change, cell phones, wallets. You might want to take that out. It's like, yeah, no crap. You're about to be turned upside down and thrown around. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, put that put that stuff in a basket. What is your favorite roller coaster? Probably Deja Vu. We talked about that one the other day. I think mine's probably Batman. 
That one. And Superman's pretty cool too, though. See, we shit on that one. Oh. Yeah, I thought like that was the first time I'd ever rode a roller coaster like that, like in that position. Yeah. And that was interesting. But, uh, and when we got to thinking about Batman, you know what the only thing that sucks about Batman? What? It's incredibly a short ride. It's fast. It's a very fast ride. Yeah. What did you think about the Minesweeper, that green one that was right there next to it? Or was it called the Riddler? I, I don't think I rode that one. That probably, I don't know if that was there when I went. I went a long time ago. I was, was like uh, 12, the Deja 13. Vu was built. Superman was built. That was the last time I went. I haven't been back to ride the Goliath. They say that thing's impressive. I'm not getting on that. Why? No, sir. There's the, So there are rides Wait, you won't ride? Exactly right. And you can take that to the bank. I ain't getting on that. Why not? No, sir. What's wrong with that it's one? It's out of my control. It's out of my abilities. I can't. What all does it do that you don't like? It's way too high. Oh, it's, it's just high. Do I have wings on my back? <sighs> no, sir. Do I have feet? Yes. I walk, not fly. That, uh... Like, I'm almost... I almost... Now having a child, like... I've almost taught myself how to go on another cruise. Just because of how out of control I would be. Did you like the cruise? I loved it when me and Jessica went. I don't know you, if you I know the, the only thing I hated the most is you like I liked it when we were ported and we were at the place that we were at for the day. Mm-hmm. But, like, when you were out there at sea, I was like, I can't leave if I want to. Mm. I'm kind of here. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that feeling. I felt like, uh, I don't know, I, I didn't feel as free. Mm. Even, you know, and even though, you know, it was fun, like, going out at night and hanging out. And mm-hmm. I had a good time, sure. But, uh, I don't know. That was always in the back of my mind. Yeah. That's, I like Jessica wants to go back to Six Flags, uh, and we're going. Well, not Six Flags. She wants. To, we were going to Disney next year, and there's a lot of rides there that I'm gonna ride, even though yeah they might be out of my ability. I don't think they have any there that's out of your ability. Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Like, Are you talking about the one in Orlando? Yeah. I want to. I want to ride the Avatar ride there. Yeah, I've heard that's pretty awesome. I, I I've I, heard it said I've never been to I don't know that's Disney World and Disneyland's in California. Yeah, and uh, I've been to Universal. I want to go there. My favorite ride there was the Hulk. Yeah. But then there was this. Uh, uh, when we went, they had just opened Hogwarts. Uh, they had, I think they've added one ride in there since then, but. Um, one of them Hogwarts rides was really good. We rode it twice. I watched a video on YouTube of the Hagrid ride. Yeah, the motorcycle mm-hmm. one. Yeah, I, I, it wasn't there. I think that's the one that they built after we had left. I watched. I watched. Actually, I've actually watched a couple. Now that I think about it, uh, videos of roller coaster rides, especially the Galaxy's Edge. Just like people like the, filming themselves while they're riding. Yeah, it? And they have the phone or whatever, and be videoing it. I don't know if it's legal or not. It's pretty brave. They put it on YouTube, so. I don't think it's illegal. I don't think it's like copyrighted like a movie. I don't think you're bootlegging. Hmm. 
you're kind of just sharing the experience. If anybody had a question, you know. Yeah, but if you're if you're a Star Wars fan, you need to go watch on YouTube the uh, Millennium Falcon ride. See that one there, sick. Which I don't think Disney owned Star or Lucas at that time. They probably did. No, I don't. Maybe not. It's been like seven years since I've been or something. Number like that. I'd go again. Well, we're going to Disney World this coming spring, next spring. And I told Jessica so we're going to go to Universal after that. Let's uh, let's go on Halloween. That's a good. That's a good time. To you do. know they do it up at Universal for Halloween. I got some friends of mine in Mobile. They yeah. go every year. Really. And uh, we could go down there, meet up with them, and just hang out. Yeah. Be a fun time. Big, big good idea. Yeah. Sounds, uh, Halloween's like number two holiday. Oh yeah, that's right behind Christmas. Right behind. It. I love Christmas now. Yeah, Christmas is pretty awesome. Yeah. Christmas makes you feel good to me. Like you see it. I used to, man, I used to be a Scrooge. I used to hate decorations and trees and stuff. Yeah. But now, I don't know. I guess I chop changed a lot. I don't know. You just kind of get it. Yeah. And it's just warming after you get it. Like yeah. It, it just makes you. I understand why it's also one of the hardest holidays. Yeah. It, it reminds me of, you know, Christmas's past. Mm-hmm. Christmas's is. Past. Did having Carly like change your perspective? Like seeing like her reaction, the childlike version that you know it was you twenty years ago or yeah. you know thirty years ago, or yeah, whatever. It's, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. Like it makes me want to uh, get whatever she asked Santa for. Oh yeah, you, know you want to see them eyes light yeah. up, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. All right. I don't know. Um, you got a topic? I've got. I've got a couple more. Well, the only thing I was going to talk about, it really ain't got to be very long, uh, but it's just something I recently discovered. Uh, oh, yeah, bring it up. About the uh, uh, prices of some football cards. Nowadays. Yeah, let's go there for a second, man. Uh, so, like, okay, let's start it here, though. And so, let's let's start with the buttholes. At what uh, fast food restaurant was uh, doing the Pokemon card? Was it McDonald's? Yes. And so, like, there were a lot of, like, adults, like, going in and, like, mm-hmm. stocking up. And then the kid go in to get one and it was like, dude, we're out. Mm-hmm. But let's start there because that's kind of where this craze started, wasn't it? Yeah, we've got, me and Carly has collected all but two of the whole set. <coughs> How many's in the McDonald's set? Uh, 25. It's 25th anniversary, so they put 25 Pokemon. Yeah. But we got every, every one of them but two, and I was disappointed. We went to... Uh, drive-in in Gwen and seen a Disney movie that Carly's been wanting to see. But we stopped by McDonald's on the way and uh, I asked him, I said, y'all still got the Pokemon? And he said, no, we don't. I was like, God. So I don't, I guess I'm going to have to buy them off eBay. Uh, I can only imagine the prices on those. Some of them ain't that bad, really. But why football cards? Football cards, though, I mean, because it all, I watched a lot of Pokemon. I have been watching a lot of Pokemon card openings. Because it seems like, reactions. you know, over the past 20 years, like, sport cards in general, like, I know people still value them and collect them, but, like, I remember when we were kids, like, baseball cards were just legit. And I remember, like, becoming a teenager, and I don't know if it was because we got older and we just wasn't into it anymore. Just yeah. like, you know, you leave behind Pokemon and everything mm-hmm. else eventually. But, uh, yeah, I, I, as... As the craze for 
cards? Because I, I just don't hear people talk about it anymore. Yeah. Do they are they still in the sport cards? Oh, man, dude, there's card. There's a card that's worth like ten grand. Of a, it's a Panini. That's the name brand. It's Panini Prism a Mosaic, and it's every pack. Let's see, one pack I think has six or seven cards, and it's thirty five dollars for one pack. And so to have an unopened pack? But, yeah, but every one of them comes with a card. It'll be like a, a quarter inch thick. And it'll have a piece of game jersey in it from that particular player. Or And uh, some of them will be autographed. And they'll be like one of one. So you can get some really rare cards a chance at it every pack. Wow. Now, it'll be, it might be a game day jersey, but it might be like a, a defensive tackle. Or defensive yeah. end or something like that. Yeah, it may not be something. But like the Justin Hubert, the rookie cards that of this class, Joe Burrow's class, Tua's class. Oh, dude, I could definitely see Justin like Herbert. Joe Burrow being. There's a Justin Herbert card that's called Stained Glass. And it looks like Stained Glass. But then it's got him uh, holding the ball like he's fixing to pass it. And that card sold uh, for like ten grand on eBay. Wow. Yeah. It was one of one, probably. But uh, I just didn't realize that the price, how much those actually are. $35 a pack. You look at Pokemon cards, you get 10 in a pack, or 9 in a pack, and it's $4, $5. It's a very, I mean, it's an expensive, expensive hobby, but it can pay out, too, you know. What do you think about, like, that as uh, these these valuables or uh, trinkets? And just say if you, uh, in your possession right now, you had a some kind of a card that was worth ten grand, but nobody knew it but you. Is that? That's almost something that like makes me want to hold on to it rather than give it away. Yeah. You know. You would, yeah, you would want to just because the fact that you have it. And it's in your possession. And it's one of one or whatever it is. Yeah. And you're the only one in the world. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I could make 10 grand a day. Or I could have a little piece of history. Uh, yeah, because you got to look at it like this. Let's say Tua. I'm going to pick him because I'm bound to bias. I, let's say we Tua goes on to have a record-shattering career. As commentator. Huh? <laughs> but he has a exception, like um, the best year or best career that any quarterback's ever had. If you have that rookie card, then you think about oh yeah, you can get off of millions. It. Like yeah. you're you're talking about like a Jordan rookie. Like if you, I don't, I'm I'm sure Tom Brady's is selling for a good bit. Let me ask you this: Is uh. Probably I brought up like Jordan. You brought up Jordan. Uh, LeBron James will never be able to hold a candle to him. In to me. Yeah. Um and that the documentary that was on what, it was on ESPN for a time, then they put it on Netflix. Right. Last dance. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I mean that really defined it. Is I, I think that it's just uh, I'm not taking anything away from LeBron. I think he's he's a great athlete. He's definitely 
one of the greatest in the game at the current day. But I, I think it's uh, – I got a whole total different respect for Jordan than I do for LeBron. I think he's a bigger man. Definitely. In my opinion. Yeah, their attitudes reflect who yeah. I like. Yeah. LeBron James is not one that I like. Yeah, and I'm not going to be critical and like say the reason. He's good. Yeah. He's really He's good. great. He's great, yeah. He's awesome. But I don't like him. I don't either. Yeah. I don't want to see him win. I No, I I take that. Back. I don't I don't know. It's... I retract that statement. I want to see everybody do good. I really do. It's just something about it. When you see him lose. You ever bought anything like from him. Wish? No. You know, that's his stuff. Is it? Ain't that cool? Mm, I didn't know that. It's kind of an entrepreneur type. Well, I knew he had something. Uh, he's got more than one, don't he? I'm sure he does. I mean, he's got his shoe line, too, you know? Yeah, definitely. Have you... This is kind of going back to technology with cars, but um, have you paid much attention to... All of our accomplishments with AI and specifically like robots and some of the uses that we're using them for. Did you know that it was uh, just last week that New York uh, City um, actually deployed their first uh, police robot? Really? Yeah. Wow. And it's somewhere in Michigan because there's a GOP event coming up soon. Is this design uh, robot, guess how big it is? Hmm. It's one foot tall, 12 inches. <laughs> yeah. And so it's designed to, um, it's controlled. It's going like, to the crap out of your shins. It's, no, <laughs> no, check this out. It's, uh, it's, it's controlled it's, <laughs> it's control at the police station. But when you have these sporting events or these political events, is it's designed like they're controlling it remotely from the office. Yeah. But going up underneath cars to find bombs. Ah, that's a good idea. Yeah. But like But it could also do that. It could shoot. Well, could supposedly shoot. right now they're non lethal. Like none of them are uh, like wielding guns, but there is one robot that can fire uh five rounds in three seconds. Oh. That's not uh in our country yet. I think that uh it's somewhere in Europe that's utilized that. That's crazy. So I like iRobot, Will Smith. Yeah, exactly like that. Exactly like that. I watched that Boston Dynamics or Boston, what is it? Boston oh, yeah, Robots. where they're like making them, they look kind of like the dog, and then sometimes they're kind of human. They got them where they're dancing and like fluently. like Doing things. Yeah. yeah. Scary. Yeah. And then you have some of these speaking robots that like get smarter as you talk to it. And yeah. just think about your... Uh, your social media algorithm and how well it knows you mm-hmm. is like, I mean, it's, it's no secret that our phones listen to us. Yeah. And then also, I mean, depending on who you follow or what you're into on YouTube, like YouTube learns you and it's going to suggest videos that you like. Mm-hmm. And it will also suggest things that it knows you don't like because it wants to stir you up a little bit. And so it's crazy how like this, this AI and these algorithms and they're getting so good at doing it. Dude, that's just AI. Like, I don't think there's a guy like coding like specifically to you like a guardian angel. I think that they have designed algorithms and AI to 
uh, focus on you and your account Mm -hmm. and to show you what you want to see. Yeah. Ain't that nuts? It's crazy. You know what's crazy about AI, though? And like it's the difference of uh, you know like when you call customer support of any company you always want to talk to a person, mm. and uh, that's why because you want the idea of you're talking to a soul, yeah, something with emotion. AI doesn't care; they can program it to probably sound like it does, sure. Yeah. But in the end of the day, I mean, you, we might get fooled by it tomorrow by like you were actually talking to a robot, but it sounded human, didn't it? Mm is uh uh there's there's no so and i don't and with that is like it can't and maybe they can build it to where it can but right now as technology stands this is something i'm interested in is there's no emotion yeah it can't have sympathy apathy or empathy um yeah no i would say it's always apathetic because it's always going to go by the code and it'll take you down a rabbit hole I know when I call, like you said something about calling and talking to somebody. When I I had to cancel our satellite, I got it cut off. And I talked to the automated thing for a minute. And then it got finally gave me this guy. Well, then this guy was like, well, let me turn you over to our other counseling of people who are leaving yeah, us. Somewhere <laughs> in Bangladesh. Yeah, so they sent me to somebody else. Then it sent me to the automation thing again. And then I finally got a hold of a woman. She was like, this is so-and-so, and blah, blah, blah. It's like, may I ask who I'm speaking with? I said, you know who you're talking to. You know who this is. You know what I'm trying to do. <laughs> and she and she asked, like, a couple questions of why. And I told her, I was like, there's nothing on it. Uh, I watch everything on my phone. Uh, we were subscribed to so many different things, Disney+, Plus, Netflix, Hulu. I was like, there's no reason to have all that. And when we, that's all we watch anyway. I was like, I'm just cleaning cutting the fat off the budget just get trimming it down and she was like oh okay and she cut right off said yeah. I'll get a box in the mail to mail some send, stuff yeah, back send their stuff back and she, she, uh, she said I could keep the satellite though yeah they're not gonna pay to ship that back that thing's practically worthless now pretty much yeah it's Robots, man. You know, there are some, um, I, I, I want to say maybe Norway, it could be Germany. There's one European country that instead of a, a traffic light, you know how, like, uh, you see it in bigger cities, but you, you'll see it around here sometimes. Is like if school traffic gets kind of hectic enough, you'll have a guy there to man traffic, a police officer, mm-hmm. kind of designate. So they're getting away from... Uh, these red lights or whatever they use for way stops or whatever it could be and they're placing this robot in the middle of the street and he directs traffic he's also got eyes that are sending back to the office so if you don't listen to his command you could get a ticket really Hmm. ain't that nuts that's crazy and like a lot of these robots and it's the little ones that freak me out you know a lot of we, we think like these humanoid and like it's ai and it's made of metal and it could be made out of graphene or I want to talk about that sometime. Mm-hmm. I want you do you know what graphene is? Mm-hmm. Research that. Dude, it is uh what'd you say? Graphene. Graphene? Dude, it is the future. It could it could help solve uh global warming. Oh, uh for okay. those people that worry about that kind of stuff. Uh it 
uh, graphene is created uh, from carbon dioxide, which is the emission that you know people freak out about. Yeah. There's also methane, so you got to figure out what to do about these farting cows too. So, mm-hmm. but we we put methane out in other ways as well. But um, to be more serious, but graphene is uh, it's made from carbon, and what you can do with uh, graphene is you could make uh, clothes. You could eat it. It's it's carbon, so you could eat it. And so my thought was. Is if we could make it edible, you could make it taste uh, whatever you wanted it to taste like. You could put the amino acids and vitamins that you need, and I was like, this could change modern medicine. Mm-hmm. That's pretty crazy. I've never heard of that. I might have to research. And I mean, that's not all. Um, it's better than steel. You could build buildings with it. <coughs> you could make weapons with it. It could change three D printing of. And on Mars right now, I don't know, like, have you been paying attention to, like, the footage? Yeah, I saw. You know the the vehicle that they recently landed on there, what it's doing? It's like, there's no oxygen there, so right now we couldn't live there. So they have this machine, we have this, the same way they do graphene, is they're taking carbon dioxide with this machine and converting it into oxygen. That's just insane. That's crazy. I've never heard of that. And I was like... So all this emission things that we're so worried about is like we have this technology to convert these carbon dioxide and we can make it into something that we can use. I mean, we can literally eat it. Uh. And I was like, if we can figure out ways to properly, like, let's just say you didn't like the idea of eating an animal. If we could convert this graphene into everything that is good about the animal, and I mean, you can make it taste like a Skittle if you wanted to. But I would want to be careful with that because, like, the things that, you know, give cancer and all that, those GMOs yeah. and all those additives. So I, maybe that's not such a good idea. <laughs> um, and I'm not a scientist, so, I mean, I couldn't yeah. say, but I'm just, I'm literally saying, like, all the different uses of this thing is it could provide sustenance if there was a food crisis. Yeah. It could get us by. Definitely could. Sounds interesting. I'm going to look that up. Yeah. I, I, mean, I want to have a whole podcast just talking about it's also it can work as a battery. It's a, it's a super conductor, and it's also a super uh, capacitor. It works like a battery. We could literally, like, instead of using whatever technology we're using right now, like maybe it's lithium-based in cars, especially in batteries that we put in remote controls, that's lithium. Mm-hmm. We could totally get away from nuclear with that if we use graphene because you could usually uh, you could use a tungsten rod, and we if we could get lightning to strike it, and this is just being very, very... Old school. I mean, we can generate electricity uh, with Tesla mm-hmm. uh, and everything that he's done. But uh, you could put a tungsten rod down, get it to strike that graphene, and it could be a battery, and it could power your house like a generator. It's already a capacitor, so it's like a battery, so it holds a charge. And so all you would need to recharge I mean, you could literally provide electricity to your home with graphene if you had enough yeah. and if it produced enough. And then that's figuring out of you know okay what's the output like what do we got going on here you got to figure out volts amperage wattage and all this um but yeah i I think it's it's limitless i think it's the the greatest find uh in recent science uh apart from like some of the medical things that we've done as fast as we find a vaccine and all this you know right i don't trust it i don't either how do you spell it 
Graphing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me get the phone. So me and the people can know to look it up. G-R-A-P-H-E-N-E. And when you pull it up, the shape that you see, what shape is that? It's honeycomb, right? Hexagon. Mm -hmm. What is that? That is the strongest structural shape there is. Did you know that? I did. Yeah. And so, like, think about like this. You know, you were into wood uh, steelwork, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Making knives and things. What if we could, I mean, you could literally make a knife out of graphene. I wonder how hard it would be to, like, mold it or shape it or whatever. I don't know, because you can get it so soft that you can make a t-shirt out of it. Yeah, that's crazy. Yep. All right. We have reached the uh, last portion. The 40-minute mark. It's, it's time. It's time. It's time, my brother. It's time to jam. Are you ready? I think so. Get hydrated. It's called uh, Those Days, These Days. These Days, Those Days. You cool? Cool as bees. days I left behind In these days there's no chance for rain Left what I knew for city life Nothing but sirens and they hinder me Hinder me In those days I think about when these days they so full of doubt A forgotten bond on Bradley's Mill I started falling and I'm falling still Oh I'm falling Oh I'm falling still Sadness for the moment Oh, feeling is cold and Those days are an old flame And these days are a what remains A constant seeker with his heart under rest a pillowful memory and a bitter regret. Oh, regret.
is a feeling is cold I'll tell you a fun one to jam on this is easy. Do you know um, why my guitar gently weeps? Oh, I know the song. Yeah. I don't know if I ever played it. What is it? Let me get it. Uh, I was messing around with that one the other uh, the other day. I went on this Beatles kick for about two weeks. I just listened to a song of theirs today too. I said if it was the. You like the Beatles? I mean, I like some of their songs, yes. Would you consider yourself like a fan? No, not at all, because I don't, I mean, I don't listen to it that much. But oh. You know that song? There goes the sun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That song is great cruising music. Yeah. That, that song is great just yeah, riding down the road. Uh, I like um, Blackbird. Yeah, I've heard that one too. Blackbird and then Yeah. But this song, this I think this is my favorite. I don't know, my favorite Beatles song is uh, Fool in a Hill. But uh, this is probably my second favorite. We probably won't play nothing but the verse because this is dope. We can play, we can play some of the chorus. Just because I don't know all the words. I'm going to play around with it for a second and get it worked in my mind, then I'll hand it over to you. The strings out. Yeah. Yeah, so it goes. Uh... Uh, okay. Suck me sideways. Yeah. 
Okay, I think I can do it. Yeah, you already got a good idea. I look at you and I see love that's sleeping while my guitar it gently weeps. Look on the floor and I see that it needs sweeping. Still, my guitar it gently weeps. I love this part. <laughs> and I don't know why nobody told you how to involve your love. And I don't know how nobody trolled you. They bought and sold you. Check it out. You probably sound better at singing it. It's not really my key. <laughs> I do like messing around with that chorus, so when you go high, I don't know. Nah, like, all you gotta flow, dude, all you gotta focus on is, uh, what's that? Okay, check it out. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it just took me a minute to, like, figure that muscle memory back out. Go, yeah, two, one, just walk it down. Might be more comfortable with a finger. I just use my thumb. You and you can just make an elf if you want to. I just try to stay in that shape. That sounds good. That'll work. It's almost a little too bright. Make it a major seven. Let's see. Let's go. I look at you all. Yeah, let's go. It's going to be one of us or the other one. You. 
My voice is not working. Your voice ain't working? <clears throat> Did you see the second part of the chainsaw? Like it does have a second progression there at the second line. It changes. It doesn't just keep doing that. Oh, okay. I see. A minor, G, D. Yeah, it's all over the place. That's why it's a it's a fun song. You know, I think it teaches you a lot. It's helped me. Like you know, those two with the Beatles is like Paul McCartney and John Lennon. Like I don't think the Beatles would have been good if it wasn't those two. Which like you you think about the other two guys, they wrote too. You know, like all of them wrote, but they all like tried to outright each other. And, like, when you listen to the different Beatles songs, like, when you start picking up on a, what a Paul McCartney song is, mm-hmm. you're like, Paul wrote that. John wrote that. Uh, Ringo, yeah. Ringo mm-hmm. wrote that. You know what yeah, I mean? Mm-hmm. I like it when bands are like that. I need to listen to the Beatles more. I'm telling you, a lot of people don't... I think they just come out of the gate not liking them. It's almost like uh, the Nickelback of the 60s or something. Well, they was definitely... And a lot of people didn't like them because of their drug use and things like that. And they were hippies. They was the first of the rock band, kind of. Yeah, definitely. Rock and roll, baby. There was nothing before them, I don't think. I see the world sleeping while my guitar it gently weeps. I look at the floor and I see it needs sweeping, and still my guitar it gently I don't know why nobody told you how to unfold your love, and I don't know how they come and told you they bought and sold you.
Like I say, I'm not practicing that song. I couldn't play the whole thing. So. That's pretty good. I like that song. I'm going to look up Beatles. What, uh, yeah, try to look up what song you was wanting to play, and then I'll play with you. I think uh, you're not on the Wi-Fi, are you? Not like it, you'd be better off without it, but sometimes it helps. I think this part's fun. Like, screw up synonymous mm -mm. and everything else, right? You know, it's another thing about those chord structures is like um, there's a lot of opportunity to be dynamic mm -hmm. with this structure of the, the song. You can literally do anything. Mm. Um, I mean, we were partially off into some kind of Led Zeppelin, like... Uh, I don't know. Bring the devil out of me. I gotta find. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta find a different version of it real quick. Commencing in a game of rock paper scissors. Perfect. Rock paper scissors shoot. Okay. Mm -hmm. Rock paper scissors shoot. Okay. I okay. I was just making sure. I'm, yeah, you just making sure you just found out what I was gonna do. That's what you did. Okay. Cheater. Rock paper scissors shoot. That means the show's over. All right, well, we got to come up with some kind of game, and like, if we can get enough people to subscribe to YouTube, we can go live, and there can be some uh, meaning behind um, the rock paper scissors. I like that. We're out of here. Bye bye. At Parker, our purpose is simple: we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.